it's time to pile on with Action Sports Jack's Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast is brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family. Hey everybody, welcome into the Action Sports Jack's Pile On podcast. Brett Martineau, Dan Hicken. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That reverb is awesome. It does. I mean, it's, where are we? I feel like we're Hello. in the stadium. I want to start singing again. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what a couple of weeks we have, oh, finally, man. right? I yeah. mean, finally, we yeah. got some football stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like a two-week stretch, and it probably gets a little boring again. Uh, but uh, the off-season conditioning, Jalen Ramsey, Telvin Smith not here. And then uh, the schedule release on Thursday, State of the Franchise. Draft all next week. We'll be in Nashville. We'll be at the Jags draft party. So a lot of fun. Uh, we get to talk some football. So let's do it right now. Right. And we just got done with the state of the franchise as yes. we record this. So let's begin there. Okay. And we actually begin, instead of ticket revenue and Lot J and what they might build and new stadium down the road, we begin with a message from Tom Coughlin. How about this? this <laughs> remember now, these are voluntary workouts. Mm-hmm. Tom Coughlin, he went on about a two-and-a-half-minute – now, see, what Tom does during these things, he usually pulls out a quote or he gets his, gets his general yes. hat on and yes. says, hey – this is how teams work. This yes. is what you got to do. Well, he did that shaped around his initial statement of we almost have 100% participation and we should have 100% participation. He did. Of course, talking directly. He did everything but say Jalen Ramsey and Telvin Smith's Might name. Might as well have. And then he went in two and a half minutes and said, whoa, uh, hey, if you want to be part of a team and selflessness and all this stuff, that was a pretty distinct message to those two guys. And, you know, it's interesting. I there are players out there who would agree with him, and there are some who don't. And so I understand. I try to understand both sides of it. But as far as Tom Coughlin is concerned, this is the most important thing right now. And the most important thing right now is for his players, Doug Marone's players, Dave Caldwell's players, to be there working out. Now, Jalen Ramsey will tell you I get more out of working out with my dad. I've done pretty well. Tom Coughlin would sit back and say, i tell you the one thing that bothered me. Only the only thing that really is I don't really I'm not much of a I don't really care if you're there or not there. Just win. That's what it all meant. But here's the one thing that kind of bothered me. Doug Marone said the other day he reached out to both, but yet he hasn't talked to them. Yeah, yeah. That bothered me. Yeah, why? why? Yeah, why? And and really Why wouldn't I, they call him back? I don't get that. I don't understand that. That's I don't just know if that's rude. A, that's a semantic thing. That's the thing. case. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't understand. Uh, I, here's my thought on I don't get it for Telvin Smith. Yeah. Like, I really don't. Yeah. And see, I have a bigger problem with Telvin Smith not being there because he presents himself as a leader of the football team. The one thing Jalen Ramsey does not do is yeah, say, hey, yeah. follow me, boys. Right. You know, he right. says, I'm pretty much on an island. I'm on my own guy, yeah. and I'm going to get my stuff done, and yeah. I'm going to go play good football and make uh-huh. the Pro Bowls. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get it from Jalen's point of view. And the non-return of the phone call says, how many times has he said in the last six months he wants to get paid? Right. He wants to get an extension. Right. So is that an illustration of that? So I don't, I really don't get the Telvin Smith stuff. Yeah. Ever since Telvin Smith got paid, mm-hmm. it feels like he had a wishy-washy year right. in 2018. Right. We heard some things in the locker room, even with Telvin Smith, that kind of like, really, really, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and now this. So it doesn't present. Again, I agree with you. I think the players actually should stand pat and together when they do this new um, collective bargaining agreement and say, "Hey guys, 
we ain't coming to these OTAs. Either we this do stuff, them or we don't do we them. We don't, yeah. Either I, everybody and they're required or, but to make them voluntary where they're really not voluntary is not fair to us. That's right. Because then the ones who don't come look bad. So I'm kind of on the player's side of that. And mm-hmm. I think they don't mean that much in the long run. Right. I'm, I'm a big believer of that in spring football. Like, right. I don't think right. spring games. Again, anytime you can get people in a building mm-hmm. and you know what they're doing and right. your coaches can control them and you can, um, you can install stuff and get on this. Listen, I don't say it's not valuable. Mm-hmm. I just don't think there's a direct correlation. I mean, the L.A. Rams went to the Super Bowl, Dan, and they didn't even play anybody in the preseason. So right. you can't sell me that all this stuff means, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to win 11 games. I don't buy it. It, it. We've seen good. We've seen bad on and different illustrations of it. So I'm with the players for the most part. But to your point, how about give them the common courtesy of a phone call and tell them Smith, don't tell me you're a leader of men mm-hmm. in this locker room and act that way and then don't show up. I don't think Paul would be proud of you there, Telvin. What would Paul ta- Puzlesny do? I'm talking about Puzlesny. And the other only thing I'll say about those two guys is there's one word that I don't associate with either of them, and that would be selflessness. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And selflessness is a kind of a buzzword that a lot of coaches and organizations like to use in terms of the greater good of the football team. Sometimes you have to sacrifice. And I don't feel like – it's certainly for those two guys – it's not so much about the team as it is about themselves, the individuals, I think, sometimes to a point. But the NFL and pro sports are like that. You have to protect you yourself. You have to protect I understand your entity, that. your I business. Do understand that. You have to make mm-hmm. your money when you can, especially in this sport, which is so violent. Mm-hmm. It's not the NBA and Major League Baseball where you can play 15 years. Right. You might play five. Right. So I understand it to a degree. We don't love that part, right? Right. We'd love everybody to be like, yeah, team, team, team. Right. Well, it's not the way it is. Would it be okay for or should have – Calais or one of the leaders of the team called those guys and said, hey, man, we'd really like you to be here right I, now. I think when we talk to these guys again, they'll all say, I mean, listen. I don't think guys, they're bothered by it. They are not. Yeah. They get it. Right. And, they're, and they've seen it work and not work. And they're not going to ruffle feathers with their teammates over something like this, at least not now. I would agree with uh, that. So I think if we talk to them in a week. Mm-hmm. They would say, "Ah, yeah, we've texted back and forth. They're doing well. They're fine. so right. I think that's where they they right. might they might not have brought that up on day two yeah. when they talked to the media. Yeah, but I guarantee you by day five they're like, "Hey, you guys doing all right out there? Everything good? Right. You know, do we right. do we we got you back if something's not good? Right. But so I'm sure those conversations have taken place. Yeah. Uh, but I I think it is worthy of the question. Why does a guy like Calais Campbell who's had an excellent career in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Why does he feel it's important? Right. To be here. Right. Why does a guy now Nick Foles you get it? I mean, he just got paid a hundred million dollars. Well, Clay's Campbell, with all due respect to the two who are missing, has had a, a better career at this point than either of them. Yeah. Because and he certainly had a better career than Telvin and and Jalen may be trending towards having a better career, but there's a long way to go if he wants to catch Clay's Campbell. Yeah. So that's always my question. I'm like, yeah. well, so why did that why does that guy find it important right. to be here? Right. But those guys don't think it's important to be here. But diversity makes the world go round. <laughs> Everybody's different. And what the heck would we talk about if they Correct. were here? Correct. So anyway, I thought that was interesting with the Coughlin message. But there was a message sent and He's probably more in violation than they're in violation. True. They're not in violation, but him calling him out might be in violation, but he don't care, which is what I love about him. <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't care. What are they going to say? Yeah. What are they going to do? He's made enough I'm money. I'm 73 they years him. old. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm here uh, to win. And by the way, if there was one guy I would have predicted to not be here along <laughs> with Jalen, uh-huh. it would have been Yannick Ngakwe. Yes. See, to me, he's got a little bit of a, not a beef necessarily, but you can at he's least. He's ready for some con Because remember, he wasn't a first round. Jalen's got his money. He does. You know, and I know Jalen wants more money, and that's okay. And they have more control over Jalen. Well, Yannick Ngakwe was a third round pick. 
He hasn't gotten his money he hasn't. yet. He's gotten good money, but not that kind of money. I looked it up, Dan, the other day. By the end of this contract, I think he'll make $4 million. Right. I mean, in it's a four lot of money, years, bro. It's but, a lot, but in four years for his production, correct. it's not. They should pay. I think by Labor Day, they have a deal with Johnny Kangakwe. Almost an Ozzy Alves like deal. <laughs> it feels. Hey, but teams have to do that too. You got. That's why you find a guy in the third <laughs> round and you get yes, it done. Yes. Uh, other state of the franchise. Listen, I yeah. I love this stuff. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, uh, the tickets. The we're a small market. All that. Mm-hmm. Not really. I think I'm a big. Listen, you've been here forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been here more than a decade now. I love this place, but I am a big believer that we're about 30 years behind in building downtown. And right. I think the time is now to build downtown, and I think it impacts our sports. I think it impacts our families. I think it impacts a lot of people how good you can make this place in northeast Florida. Mm-hmm. And you've got a billionaire guy who wants to do stuff, and you've got smart people like Mark Lamping, and you've got the politics kind of in line the way they need to be to get stuff done right now. Mm-hmm. I agree with Mark Lamping. I think the time is right now, and they presented a $500 million Lot J project who, that if they can just pay for that. Well, it's it's a lot of Shad's money, yeah. much like the scoreboard. How much? I don't know. They didn't go into specifics. That will be. What are you guessing? That's a really good call. I, I, yeah. I'm i not smart enough to know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know they, either. When I'm they wondering. did the video boards, it was $90 million in a split yeah. right down the middle. You have and half. Uh, but this is actually better taxpayer money spent because there's a return. That's you know, true. You don't get money back from a video board necessarily. Okay, so you want to give less money. Uh, Shad's representative right here. If you I'm give Shad, less. yeah, I would probably state claim that I would give 150 million of it or what, something like that. How, uh, are we splitting? I don't think it's 50, a split. 50 on the revenue in it coming for, in. There's something in it for Shad. I don't know if it's no 50, for the 50. city though. What do we get? Oh yeah, I think yeah. they get a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, and you do the numbers, do the percentage. No, I, I listen. I'm excited about it, and it's interesting how the plan changes year to year. And and the, from the overhead shot that they put out, it looked it looked much different than. The St. Louis thing, which is what they use to kind of compare it. If you've ever been to St. Louis. Which I haven't. I mean, well, I haven't been to that area they were talking it's, about. It's, it's, I was there originally, I think before they built it, but when the new stadium was there. It's, but what they have there is awesome. But it's a lot like Atlanta. Battery Park? If you've been up to Atlanta's new baseball yeah. f- stadium, yeah. there, there are cool memorabilia stores and restaurants all at- and hotels attached to the stadium. Absolutely. It's very cool. It's a smart move. Fan-friendly, even on when there's not a ball game. But what they have is hotel, residential, office, and then arena. Now, what would the arena be for? The live arena? Yeah. Is that next to Daly's place on that? Yes. I asked him about that specifically. Yeah. And basically what that would be is the bars and stuff. They call it the live arena. Gotcha. So it's the bars and what so you do So that's the area that looks like St. Louis. Yes. Okay. That's, the, that's the Battery Park restaurants right. and stuff like that. Right. So that's the entertainment. I like the office idea because you want to bring business to downtown. And and here's, an, here's a kind of a cool place to – and obviously that would have been JEA. Well, yes, that would have been JEA. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously a little – ticked off and pissed off that that didn't happen yes but the idea of bringing you need the business people because the lunch crowd right right the, to go the, to the live arena to part. lose that stuff Good to point. use it so i the, get it the hotel people can go to and the, then live the hotel arena. yeah because the business people are bringing hotel people in is right? that what, what's his hotel in Toronto? four seasons that'll be a four, seasons. four seasons yeah, right yeah. i think you're right yeah so i think what would you live there? If you were a young guy, it'd be a fun place to live. I think it'd be good. If yeah. it's hopping, yes. Young single dude? 
Yeah. Why not? And, you know, I think downtown has taken some strides. Yeah. You know, Intuition Ale and some of those places, uh, yeah. Calford Chop House. Sure, a long way to go. A really long way to long go. Way but I think go. they've got an, I mean, Intuition Ale is going to benefit from this. Oh, yeah. Lot J, taking the freeway down, all that stuff. That looks like fun. I mean, if it you look looks, at the St. Louis pictures, it's uh, it looks tremendous. So I, I agree. It looks like we'd do a live shot down at the stadium even when there isn't a game. We could put a and studio then we'd go, in there. And then we'd go eat. Perfect. Right? Perfect. That'd be good. I'm all about that. So that's what it's all about. Here, and 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 I wonder. Okay, what is the hesitancy then? What are we waiting for? We got the. Uh, he said the construction on the heart ramps begins after the season, January, unless there's playoffs. Which again, and that will take 18 months, and that's 18 months. But you can do the other stuff while it's going on. And yeah. I asked Mark Lamping; he didn't say this in the thing, mm. but I asked him after. I said, "How long would something like this 500 million dollar project? Once right. you put a shovel in the ground, yeah, they suspect two two years, 24 months. Yeah, so give it 30, right? It's right. really two to three years because they all go slower they than they need, say. And I know he said it's really underway already. I think to me, uh, from afar, that's his way of saying we're going to do this, and you know, you you're portraying it wrong. It's just that there are some things that slow this development down, but it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's they need how shovels in the ground yeah. to make sure but it's That's happening. what I mean. They need to get it going. And they said that, though. Didn't you sense that today? To me, my biggest takeaway was like, all right, Shad and Lamping are getting a little impatient here. Yes. They presented this and presented it and well, presented Well, you got to understand, every year at the State of the Franchise, Brent, uh, they come up with a new idea, and every year they would get it done. This has been the first yeah. You know, yeah. hold up. So, True. and it took them a while to get all through all the all the paperwork on the Heart Bridge and get that okayed and get everybody on got board. Got some funding and get some funding for it. So that took a while, and they've bid out this these these ever changing plans have changed for Lache. And maybe in the long run, that's the best thing because maybe they've had a chance to get it even more right. Well, and then if you look, say three years from now, that's done. Mm -hmm. Then they put the Four Seasons Hotel in at some point across the way, and mm -hmm. then they, I think they want the convention center over there eventually, too. Well, they're building out towards the river. We all know yeah. that, and it's headed towards the river, and that was the plan. That's why the amphitheater is on that side, and, mm -hmm. and they won't have to deal with the, 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 the uh, overpass now. But you'll put a, maybe a walkway over to the other Correct. side eventually. It's going to be fantastic. But so I, listen, I get there are some things we don't under, I don't understand because mm -hmm. I'm not smart enough and I don't live in the political world and right. I don't talk about downtown Jacksonville all the time. Mm -hmm. We talk sports, right? But I don't get why they say this wouldn't happen. I really don't. I, the better, well, it's money for, for the Any better. Answer, whenever you have a question <laughs> yeah, with that, true. it's always money and it's politics and politics, money and politics. Right. And I just think for a better – as an outside guy for, who's lived in a couple of places and what we've seen in other cities, mm -hmm. and we're going to go to Nashville next week for the draft, Jacksonville can be big like that. It can, oh, yeah. be, it can be similar to those kind of cities. But you got to get moving, and you got the guy in place. It's a good economic time to do it. There's already growth in terms of Nakati and other places happening. You know what I like today? Do about, it. You know what I liked about today's do message, it. too, is uh, Shad was very – Grateful to Jacksonville and grateful to the people and yes. grateful to the city. And committed. And committed. You know, there's no... There I thought was, it was his best state of the franchise address yet. Yeah, there was no, not even any hints of discussion of... And again, I, I, I've always called it a little bit of a small market, um, not biasness, but a small market uh, uh, problem that we have uh, uh complex complex a yes. small market complex we do here in jackson that yeah and we got to get past that and understand that the jaguars are here to stay that they've been here for 25 years which is great 
and it's been a wonderful 25 years. It'd be better if we had a couple Super Bowls, but we don't. Uh, and, and so we're looking forward to the next 25 now. Yeah. And then we want to pass that on to our children and let them carry the ball for the next 25 years as fans and such and you know, keep it going and build something that everybody's proud of. But we also have been delayed as a city. And so mm-hmm. you can't miss the opportunity to recognize you have a billionaire guy with a vision that wants to do something. Yeah. And so take advantage of it. Absolutely. And make it happen. And it's, that's my overall view. I know there's a lot in between all that, what I just said. Right. But make it happen. Yeah. And don't be silly and look back on this in 15 years and say, wow, we really missed we the blew boat. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, I agree. and because in, instead they built a stadium. 20 miles south of there instead, about, in St. John's County or something like that. What about my idea about the roller coaster going over the stadium? <laughs> Have they ever addressed that? They haven't yet. I still think it's brilliant. There's still time. I really wish back, somebody would come up with that and back that financially and we could all get rich. But anyway. It's on the back burner. What else? Um, so anyway, right. yeah, I thought, and, and again, just uh, just to put one thing into context and then we can move on from the state of the Jaguars franchise. And they have always said, and every year that they do this, and Mark Lamping does a fantastic job at presenting the numbers, the facts, the figures, and the one thing that stood out to me today in terms of, well, there's two things. One, the fact that only us in Buffalo have not developed our stadiums in the last two. You know, everybody yep. else has done a new stadium, relocated. Half a one, billion dollars on one correct. or built a new one. So that's that's sort of incredible, but that's coming. So get ready for that as well. Um, although he didn't, he, not saying I need a new stadium. He did plant a seed today. He planted a seed. Uh, uh, that and the fact that, the small market challenge, which has always been there. Jacksonville had its biggest ever regular season game against the New England Patriots last year in terms of local revenue. And of the 200 and how many? 56 home games? 283 or 253. Of all the home games in the NFL last year, it only ranked 161st. And that was the biggest Jacksonville's ever had. Yeah. You'd think it'd be in the top 20. I know. It's 161st. So anyway, that tells you all you need. And that's because ticket prices are fair. They're not, even though to some people they're, they're exorbitant. There, there are some affordable ticket prices if you want to go to Jags games. So yeah. anyway, and we're it was both good season stuff. ticket holders, yeah. so and yes, we know we that. I mean, in the ones at least we sit in. Now there are some that you can pay a fortune for. Yes, <laughs> I haven't upgraded. Yes, no. <laughs> all right. Let's get, uh, wrap this up with the schedule. Okay. Uh, Ooh. Uh, you, why is everybody so scared of the schedule? Why do people get scared of the schedule? Tough schedule. The NFL's tough every week. I don't care if you're playing the Bills. Seemed six tougher times. last year. I mean, it seemed easier last year. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. It, it, I didn't. That didn't hit me. What? You okay, got we, the Kansas City Chiefs to start. But. Okay, we opened at the Giants last year. Can the Kansas City Chiefs to start this year? Yeah, that's fair. Last time we opened with the Kansas City Chiefs was twenty-eight to two. Yeah, it was under Gus. <laughs> it was Safety coming was off big. a two and fourteen year. By the way, Thought the we were Chiefs be big went on two and fourteen teams. that year too, which is nuts. All right, but at Houston next. Tough. That's playoff tough, but team. A team they beat twenty nine to seven two years ago. Playoff team. Yeah. Uh, home against the Titans, which you be that's a big it's advantage. Not, it's not tough, but we suck against. Sorry, Junie. We suck against the Titans, so therefore it's scary. It's a Thursday nighter, right? That's yes, the Thursday but that's nighter. the biggest advantage you can get is playing on a Thursday yeah. night at home. That it's the biggest great, advantage you can get. It's a great advantage game. when Derrick Henry stuck his arm out six times it last was. year. It was part of the reason oh, they them. lost. <laughs> <laughs> it was part of the reason, but I don't know why. It By the way, on a side note. I'm so over Thursday night with Tennessee. Come on, NFL. I don't get it. It's, it, it I don't get it. it. Stop it. Like I understand Kansas City, and my guess is New Orleans probably had a lot of good games, but why not put Carolina then? You know Carolina what I like? in Jacksonville, 25th Thank you. year. I, why not? Or 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 how about this? And I again, I understand we don't deserve much. Okay, I would like Jags at Oakland to start the year Monday Night Football, second game. That would have been fun. It would be fun. I mean, just you know. Uh, 
But anyway, we digress. There's no respect for the Jags from the execs. No. By the way, this comes from the execs. Yes. This comes from Fox on Thursday night, yes. ESPN on Monday and night, the, and NBC and on Sunday. And the numbers back them up. They do. Unfortunately. They do. But from the NFL, I still, Dan, I still think you had Mahomes, you had Breeze mm-hmm. to play against the Jags, and you also had the Carolina storyline, yeah. which would have been okay. And that's Cam Newton, too. Yeah. And this defense has stars. Like The Jags finally have people that are good, that are transcendent across the country in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, they don't do, care. Small and market. they still don't care. Small market, corner, so we get, corner country. The Titans Jags thing is ridiculous. Yeah, I hate like, it. I almost don't even want to go to the game. I hate it. I'm so tired <laughs> of it. I'm so tired of it. All right, at Denver, kids are least, back in school. By the way, that says that's yeah. My really. wife hates that. Yeah, uh, at Denver uh, on September 29th, which at least it's not in December. It's my first pick in the draft. Oh, at Denver. Yeah, that's your first one. That'll be my first one. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. At I, just, Carol- I got a buddy out there. By the way, uh, then I'll take at Carolina. Okay. It's one of the two stadiums I've never been to. You're in. Carolina and Green Bay. You're in. Uh, the Green Bay one will fight over if, if I can no, hang we'll on. Go. Until, we'll yeah. both go. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do that. Because we got to get there. But that's still like a few years away, I think. That stinks, man. I thought maybe they'd get that actually for the preseason, but it didn't happen. Uh, New Orleans at home in October. Mm-hmm. At since, see, I think this is where you got to make some hay. Mm-hmm. New Orleans at home, I'm not sure you beat them. But at Cincy and then the Jets, and then Houston and London. That's a three-game thing where you yeah. got to go on a hot streak. Yes, there. you do. Those are winnable games. You have and to win those And you can't panic if you're out of the gates 2-2, two 1-3 and two, because it's can't. a tough quarter. It's it a is. tough first quarter. You can't panic. you got to stay with the process. you got to trust yourself, and you got to be doing the little things right. And this is where the maturity and the leadership of hopefully Foles, Campbell, or whatever, who can not let this team go, oh, God, here we go again. We're no good. You know, because they really did. They, they – Last year was such a such a uh, examination of youthful stupidness. Even I will go back to Gus Bradley, who used to say the worst thing you can ever say is "I got it," mm-hmm. and I felt like this team felt like they certainly I got that. this, I got this, I got this. We're three and one after beating the Patriots, and it was their Super Bowl. And then the, the New England media was right. So unfortunately, we got to you just can't panic. You just got to grind through 16. No, because if you take because the second half is gets a little easier and you got to find wins, like you said, right there in the middle. And then towards the end, you got to find wins. You got to win out in Oakland. You might got to win in Atlanta. and You might have to beat the Colts at home to get into the place, the playoffs. If you can steal a game, say, at Carolina and beat Tennessee, you're even at worst case, right? You're two and five after the Saints. Yeah. But you're still not dead. Because then you do it. Cincinnati, Jets, and Houston. You win those, and now you're five and five at the bottom. So you can do it. And by the way, they won't be two and five. They'll win a game they shouldn't win. They'll lose a game they shouldn't lose. It just always happens. Right. at Indy will be a bit. I mean, they do go at Indy and at ten, yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, they lost. Indy just, la- they, they they match up well with Indy. Yeah, that's a stretch. That stuff. Uh, then you go three games and three out of five at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks, uh, the Chargers, and the Colts. And I think the most. It you, is a tough schedule. If I'm you not said to me, you. "Hey Hick, what's the most winnable game on the schedule?" Tampa I would say Bay? Tampa Bay. Yeah, me too. And you know what's funny? That's or Indy clear. At home. <laughs> yeah, that's clear. The most, but but. I can make an argument that we could win. I think the schedules. I think there are more losable games, but I think I can make an argument that we could win any of the losable games, including Kansas City, because it's the first one. It's quirky. There's a little revenge factor. So there's a couple things working in the Jags' favor to play the Chiefs. And by the way, the Chiefs are not going to be nearly as good as they were last year. And you wonder, by the way, if their receiver will be there. He may be under Kareem Hunt gone, and I know they did well without him. But now Tyreek Hill. That now Tyreek Hill really changes them. Carlos Hyde does come back to Jacksonville. (laughs) Welcome home. (laughs) That'll be a celebration of sorts for Carlos Hyde. All right. We're not gonna. We'll do our road trip draft coming up here. I don't. Yeah. Know, do we do that Sunday? 
on no, TV, or do we, we wait a couple that. weeks? We wait a couple weeks, but we can, whatever you want to do. No, we'll wait until after the draft. Yeah. And we also have to do predictions. Now, right now, you're, we'll, right we'll now you're riding London again. Yeah, I'm almost. I was really going to take one London one, and, and but I can't I can't miss Florida, Georgia. I just can't. Yeah, I I, I, I don't want to miss Florida, Georgia. You're a little disappointed. I am disappointed. Yeah. Um, so I, I hate that it's on that. I know. It's, there's no good way to put it because even if it's like the week prior, then you're coming back right into Florida Georgia week. Right. So it's a, really a grinder. But I'd rather be there for both games. Yeah. I, I hate missing that game. I know you do. Uh, so, and I don't have a dog in the fight. Ha <laughs> Good dog. Get it. Uh, but I um, hate missing the game. All right. Uh, we will. I think Sunday night we will predict the wins, the and, wins losses. and losses. Yeah. So we'll do that on Action Sports Jacks primetime instead of right here on the podcast. I like that. You but have I'll to give wait. You, That's a teaser. I'll give you a hint, Jacksonville. Nine and seven. <laughs> that's a good hint. I haven't even done it yet, so I can't even give you a hint. I did it. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for the Action Sports Jacks Pylon yeah. podcast. Uh, good luck to the Iceman, by the way. Uh, keep winning, and my beard gets longer. Playoff beard is itchy. Can you grow a beard? This is the longest I've ever done anything. So you it's, don't know what? I, I have no idea. It's probably going to get a little splotchy. Yeah, it will. You know, as hairy as I am, I don't think I can grow a beard. Isn't really? crazy? Yeah. Certain spots. You're like spots. a grizzly bear. I know. A hairy son of a gun is what I am. <laughs> would it come in gray right now, like, like yeah, the top? Is that what gray. it would do? There'd be gray spots, yeah. I got a gray spot here or there, too. There you go. How about that? Welcome to gray world. All right. Uh, that's it for the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. Uh, we'll do it again next week. You've been listening to Action Sports Jacks Pylon with Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast has been brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family.